Phoenix Life with Liz. As a reminder, I am your host, Liz Rourke, and I want to sincerely and genuinely thank you for joining me today as we continue our discussion about all things related to the Phoenix Life experience that we all share. So this was a pretty challenging week for me as it seemed like I was constantly being slapped in the face with disappointment after disappointment, Uh, disappointment in my health, disappointment in my career, disappointment in other people, but most importantly, disappointment in myself. Multiple from what I thought at a gut intuition level, at least, that were promising opportunities fell through. My body wouldn't cooperate and I required making an appearance at a local hospital. Others failed to meet expectations I had for them. And I once again allowed myself to get my hopes up in all of these situations enabling the opportunity for disappointment to occur. Now, disappointment is essentially defined as when one's reality underdelivers compared to that of the expectations they hold. It's essentially an emotional response like sadness or displeasure caused by the feeling of your hopes being unfulfilled or your expectations not being met or exceeded. Trust me, I know I am not the first or the only person to experience disappointment. And in fact, this is by far not even the first time I myself have experienced such deep disappointments one after the other. But even though I know disappointment is an inevitability in our lives, the cruel sting never gets easier to endure or tolerate. It's like a quick, violent pain I feel directly at my core, like in my soul. So what I imagine to be the physical feeling or physical representation of my hopes being destroyed, mocked, and disappearing in real time, it can bring me to a place where I question myself, my abilities, my worth, and my surroundings. Countless brutal thoughts rush through me, and I find myself fighting to keep myself from catastrophizing or going to the absolute worst-case scenario. This time though, however horrible the experiences made me feel, it was different, noticeably different than the disappointments I faced every time I had previously chosen to rise out of the ashes, to rediscover and rebuild myself from the wreckage of who I used to be. It was unusual and unfamiliar than what I've come to know from being disappointed. It took me a little while to wrap my head around it and to figure out why these significant disappointments were distinctly unalike all of my previous experiences with being disappointed. It didn't click for me until I was scrolling through my social media feed and saw a post intending to provide support to someone feeling discouraged. Ah, discouraged. I briefly thought, wow, what an appropriate message and word choice for me right now. But as quickly as I had that thought, I just as rapidly realized that this feeling didn't actually fit me anymore. I was no longer the Cinderella and this glass slipper of expression didn't slide onto my foot anymore. In an unexpected but welcome twist of events, these disappointments allowed me to recognize that I've grown beyond allowing disappointment to plunge me into a place of discouragement. I naturally did not allow my disappointment to graduate into the devastating empire that is discouragement. Discouragement is defined by a state of having lost confidence and hope operating with an attitude of being absolutely defeated, and it's incredibly destructive and harmful. I finally grasped the concept that it is within our control to choose whether or not to escalate our disappointment to the level of being discouraged or not. Discouragement is a choice, and without thinking about it, I chose to not be discouraged, to not allow myself to spiral downward and allow the negative thoughts brought on by my disappointments to have the power to redefine what I believe and know to be true. 
I did not allow these negative events of this week to make me abandon my goals, shatter my dreams, compromise my standards, or destroy my hopes. If I had, discouragement would be the appropriate description for my current state, a place that at one time I was all too intimately familiar with. It's a dark, lonely, terrifying place. It infects every aspect of your life, including the lens in which you view life through. So when you're discouraged, you can only see impossibility where you once saw potential and opportunity. You only recognize flaws and weakness in yourself when you previously appreciated your many strengths and unique traits. Discouragement causes you to solely see the many ways you're guaranteed to fail instead of the multitude of circumstances in which you will succeed and you can achieve everything you've worked towards. There's a common belief that four unique ideas are responsible for causing discouragement. I find them easy to recall because they all begin with the letter F, new F words, if you will. Fear, failure, fatigue, and frustration. These are the qualities that drive your thought processes and choices when in a state of discouragement, and we should never make any type of decision from any of these mindsets. Most predominantly discussed and accepted is that when we absolutely shouldn't make choices is from a place of fear. When we do, we are essentially relinquishing the control that we do have over our lives to that fear. When operating out of a place of fear, we are bit by bit becoming more reactive and less proactive. We are no longer actively making decisions concerning the direction of which our lives take, but just accepting what comes our way without questioning or hesitation. You may find that if you do allow yourself to be in a place of discouragement, it's not only as a result of those four F words, but because you've lost confidence and belief in yourself, which has led you to lacking the necessary focus and determination you need to succeed. Life is hard, and I'll be totally honest with you, it can be a real bitch. But knowing that disappointment is inevitable, and you're guaranteed at some point in your life to experience it, gives you the upper hand. It gives you the advantage to do the work in advance and prepare yourself so that when that time comes, you're ready for it. So you too can get to a place that I now find myself in. And to be clear, it's taken a while and a lot of work. But when you're in this place, you don't have to fall into the depths of discouragement. Being discouraged strips you of your faith in yourself, your courage, your confidence, and obliterates any sense of hope or promise for the future. It's an absolutely miserable place to find yourself in, and I wouldn't wish it on anyone. It can trigger emotions like anger, frustration, and misery. And because it's so immensely impactful, it can be a catalyst into having your dreams abandoned and moving directly towards ultimate failure. The good news, again, is it's our choice whether or not we allow this to take control of us. Whether or not we hand over our power following any variation of disappointment that will come for us. But because sinking into discouragement is a choice, it's a demoralizing injury none of us should inflict upon ourselves. Yagi Vasudev has a very pertinent quote to this end. Frustration, discouragement, and depression are all means in which you are actively working against yourself. But I have some really encouraging news for you. You've already started the hard work necessary to win the battle against discouragement. The more you learn about yourself, your passions, your strengths, your environment, the value you have to offer, the easier it is to quiet those aggressive invasive thoughts that come with disappointment, stopping it in its tracks and allowing you to readjust your perspective about what disappointment is. The better equipped you are with this knowledge, 
you're gaining on your discovery journey that you're currently going through, the easier it will be for you to recognize and separate the feelings of disappointment from the feelings of falling into discouragement. Edmund Ambiaka says, disappointment is nothing but an eye-opening learning process for your future endeavors. I also happen to believe that it can be a way that your God or the universe or whatever it is that you believe in is protecting you from harm's way, whether that's making a decision that steers you off of your authentic path or allows you to keep toxic people from being within your life. And as bad as the sting of being let down by disappointment can be, just take a moment and imagine if what I believe to be true, and there is some protection here, what would happen if there was no protection? The damage that could be done would be truly catastrophic and potentially could cause you to experience yet another traumatic event. However, sometimes things don't go the way we want them to when we want them to purely because it's not the right time either. So maybe we're not ready or the others who would be involved aren't ready either. Remember that growth and true transformation can only occur in a state of discomfort. And so when you take on this perspective, every single disappointment you've experienced has not only been a learning opportunity for you, but a significant time of growth for you. So just by the few examples of different perspectives you can choose to adopt, I've mentioned here regarding disappointment, It's hard to argue that they may not be truly blessings in disguise at their core. Just because they may be blessings doesn't diminish the pain you feel or have felt, but it's encouraging to know that you have control in the choices you make and through the struggle you are growing and learning infinitely more and that there's potentially purpose behind these disappointments. So besides utilizing your new self-awareness skill sets of identifying and deciphering the differences of disappointment versus discouragement, How else can you prevent falling into discouragement? And how can you overcome being disappointed? One of my favorite quotes from an unknown author, but if you do know the author, please share it with me. I'd love to know, is the best way to keep from being discouraged is to keep encouraging others. We are all already incredibly strong survivors. By sharing our stories and lifting one another up when we fall, it benefits us all. It's also really important that you lead with a learning mindset, which fosters curiosity. Why? You're wondering, that sounds random. Well, discouragement destroys creativity and curiosity is the foundation of creativity. That's a quote from Brendan Burchard. So by remaining curious and open, you have yet another weapon in your arsenal against the battle of discouragement. By using these newly suggested perspectives when disappointment occurs, feel the pain. It's important you allow yourself to grieve the loss and process those emotions, but don't let yourself wallow. Use these moments as stepping stones onward and upward towards better things and a better you. Now, there are other methods you can try to combat disappointment. Respond to it with gratitude. And I know this sounds crazy and almost impossible in the moment, but if you meet this moment of pain and disappointment, by recognizing all that you have in abundance and all that you're grateful for. Try just saying out loud a minimum of five things that you're grateful for. The negative impact of disappointment loses its power and its severity of impact on you when you focus on the good. Along the lines of gratitude, make yourself smile. Even if it's fake and forced to start, multiple studies show that you can drastically improve your mood simply by smiling. 
It also never hurts to incorporate moving your body. It's accepted that if you want to change your mental state, you can do so by changing your physical state. So move however it feels right for you to move. Walk, dance, run, jump, play with your dog, go rock climbing, go swimming, whatever works for you, but get moving. Another option is to talk to a trusted confidant. Be brave enough to be vulnerable and share your real and current truth where you're at in this present moment, what you are feeling, being courageous enough to reach out for support from your valued community, you'll be met with support, understanding, and empathy. Even with your arsenal and support system, you'll still find yourself flooded with negative, unproductive thoughts when disappointment happens. That's okay. Recognize them for what they are and dismiss them just as quickly as they came to you. Never compare yourself or your journey with anyone else's. Because we're all so dynamically unique, we all have different lessons we need to learn, different challenges we need to overcome, and different timelines in which things will happen. But they will happen. This also provides you the great occasion to make sure you're still following your authentic truth and your intended path. And if you find out you're not, that's okay. Things happen. Just readjust, get back on track, and go kill it. We were all created with unique potential that is limitless. So why in the world would we self-impose limits onto what we can achieve? We know that disappointment is just unfortunately a guarantee of life. But as you go through your healing process, your rebirth and transformation journey, I can promise you will be met with disappointment at times frequently. Don't allow this to discourage what you're doing. It means that you are moving in the right direction. Because remember, growth and transformation comes out of discomfort. Utilize your tools, lean on your community, And that absolutely includes me. The website is now up and running, www.thephoenixlifewithliz.com. And we can set up times to connect one-on-one and discuss whatever it is that you want to. Don't forget how much you've already overcome. And don't you dare forget how strong you've already proven you are by making the choice to rise out out of those ashes and not just sit there stuck amongst them. I am here for you, genuinely. I do want to connect with you. I do want to hear from you. I really do hope you feel comfortable and brave enough to reach out, but until next time, continue to rise.